All right, welcome to another episode of the Creative Entrepreneurs Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in, my friend, to another episode. Before we get into the podcast episode, I want to let you know that I have a newsletter called Forward Friday. And if you're new to the podcast and you would like to learn about business, mindset, and lifestyle, I invite you to subscribe to Forward Friday. Every single Friday, I send a newsletter talking about different topics when it comes down to building your online business, self-improvement, mindset, and lifestyle. You will find the link in the show notes for Forward Friday. And every single Friday, I send a new newsletter. Uh, Let's get into the content of this episode. This episode is going to be quite practical for you. And I want to share a few things here. on How can you get clarity? Okay, How can you narrow down and how can you focus um, in, in, in the beginning stages of your journey as a creative entrepreneur? And again, you don't need to be in the creative industry. All right. If you're listening to this and you're not in the creative industry, you're still in the right place. Uh, I can only share what I've done as a creative person. Okay, but uh, these principles can apply to any industry. I mean, even if you're in the fitness industry, for example, these principles will apply to you. And actually, we're going to use fitness as an example. I've used fitness before as an example, actually, when it comes down to principles of uh, online entrepreneurship and business. So because everybody understands fitness, right? Everybody understands that we need to work out and eat healthy and whatnot. So how can someone get clarity when it comes down to starting an online business? But you don't just start an online business, right? Uh, how do you start an online business? Those, those are the questions. What is the business going to be about? How can you get clarity? Okay. Those are the questions that I want to give you answers. I'm going to share with you three simple things that you can do so you can get clarity. So if you're getting started and you have an idea, and let's say that you are a fitness instructor or you're a fitness enthusiast. Did I say that right? Forgive me. English is not my my mother tongue. Uh, but if you're a fitness enthusiast, I'll say that again. Maybe I should edit that. I don't know. Uh, and you are quite fed yourself. Probably you have a story, okay? Probably you were overweight. You suffer something of some sorts, and you became quite fed. You have a story, right? There's a before and after, so you accomplished something, and you want to share that with others, right? You're not necessarily a fitness instructor, right? You don't have the qualifications. You don't have. You don't work at a gym as a personal trainer. You're just a regular guy or gal, for that matter. Uh, you have your story, right? But how can you really get out there? We need to identify exactly what exactly you want to share. So you want to make sure that you have clarity in how to get started in your online business venture. Okay? So the first thing is to really get clarity on what type of industry you're going to be in. If it's going to be the fitness industry, then that's a massive industry, right? So what exactly are you going to be sharing? How did you manage to lose the weight? How did you manage to get fit? Was it by doing uh, weightlifting? Was it by just doing cardio and running or endurance kind of exercise? Was it just by walking, right? Was it by just working, working out from home? Right? Actually, no gym involved whatsoever, just doing very basic, uh, you know, I don't know, body weight exercise that anybody can, can, can do at home. Right? What, how did exactly you accomplish this? There's so many ways, 
right? Based on your situation, based on your story. And this is where you need to identify your passion, okay? If your passion is is fitness and because you have, you know, accomplished something, then you know that you're in the fitness, but you need to really self-reflect, okay? And, and see if, if you're really willing to do that, okay? Because maybe you did lose the weight. Maybe you got into fitness, and maybe that helped you quite a lot. And maybe you see that, hey, uh, it, it's a thing, right? People are out there teaching, or people are out there in the online world uh, doing fitness and whatnot, but maybe you're not passionate about it. Right? That's completely valid. But before you dive into this this thing, you need to really identify and say like, okay, I have the, what it takes because I have lost the weight and I got fit. It's quite clear that I've done that. I mean, there's a clear change. There's a before and after. Right? I have accomplished something here. So I have done that. And I have done it my way. So for example, maybe you didn't go to the gym. Maybe you were just going for walks or you were just running. Every day, you probably, you know, you you did a, a special diet, whatever that is, right? You were counting calories or not counting calories. You were doing uh, intermittent fasting. Uh, you were doing, I don't know, just walking up and down some, you know, eh, eh, some stairs maybe, right? I don't know. You probably, yeah, you, you just went uh, up the stairs instead of taking the lift. And you did that for a consistent uh, amount of time. Uh, some very practical things that everybody has access to it, but people don't implement this in their day-to-day life. And that's how you lost weight. So there's no magic uh, pill. There's no secret. There's no like, oh, wow, if you do this, if you enroll in this gym and you buy this equipment, then you can do what I've done. You are actually sharing your experience as a normal person. These are usually the best stories because this is what people really resonate with and say like, hey, I identify with that story because I don't like to go to the gym. Right? Maybe that's the person that, that you are. Maybe you don't like to go to the gym. The music is too loud. Uh, you don't really do weightlifting. You don't really use the machines. You don't like the machines because maybe you have some back problems and, and you know it's just not good for you. Right? I know people like that. Right, and, and for you, it's better to just go walking. For you, it's better to just do very basic stuff like some stretching, some, I don't know, Pilates or yoga. And obviously watch what you eat and drink more water and sleep better and very minimal things that is, is a very specific part of the, of the industry of, of fitness, right? So you have done that. You identify that. You know exactly how you've done it. But just because you know how to do it for yourself, that doesn't mean that you know how to help someone else do the same, right? Just because you know how to do it and you have the knowledge, that doesn't mean that you can teach someone else. That's what I want to say, all right? So using that as, a, as an example, you need to really reflect and, and really have these conversations with yourself, all right? And really, really see if you actually enjoy this. Are you really willing to go all in on this? Meaning that are you willing to share? You, you need to have the passion for it and say, I am so passionate about this that I have already identified that this is what I want to do, and this is what I want to be sharing online, whether that's on Instagram, on YouTube, on a podcast episodes like, like this ones that I'm doing here, right? I'm sharing everything I know about business, mindset, and lifestyle, right? That, that's the three pillars of my content. 
Okay, so you will you will get clarity because again we're talking about how to get clarity here. A lot of people lack the clarity on how to get started with their with their business. It could be a I mean, the business can be in the form of an online course. It could be as a coach. It could be a service. It could be a consultation, all right? But I'm talking here about a knowledge business, all right? This is where I focus here. I'm not talking about dropshipping here. I'm not talking about e-commerce. I'm not talking about Bitcoin. I'm not talking about, you know, uh, getting client work to sell some, you know, it's just about the knowledge that you have, something that you have gone through and experience, and how can you package that up? And help someone else achieve what you have achieved. All right. So in in that, there is a lot of things that we need to unpack and a lot of work on your part when it comes down to get the clarity on how you're going to do that. And I'm using fitness again here as an example. All right. So you need to get clear on that. For me, that I am a, a musician, I am a composer, right? And for me, when I got started. I had to get clarity exactly on what I was going to be sharing online because that's how you start. You start by creating content in your niche, all right? But first, you need to know exactly what niche you're going to be in or what industry you're going to be in. So for me that I was in the music industry, I needed to decide exactly how I was going to be taking part in that. And again, when I got started, I had no idea about turning this into a business. I just wanted to share my journey. I just wanted to create content just because right? Uh, I learned from from mistakes and, and things that I did along the way, but I'm happy that I started like that because I already had the passion, right? I didn't have to go in and look for that passion. I already had the passion for music. I, re- I was already doing the music. I was uh, creating music for, for podcasts like this one. Well, I still do this, right? I still create music. I am a composer for media, for TV and films and documentaries and stuff like that in podcasts like this ones. In fact, the music that you listen in the intros and the outros of this podcast episode is my composition. So I'm in the music business of composition, most specifically in the licensing industry, meaning that I compose music for licensing. So I'm narrowing down the industry. So I'm in the music industry, then it's like a funnel. I go down and I'm like in the music licensing industry. So what that means is that I am not a uh, I'm not a tour artist, right? So I don't go for I don't play in a band, right? I don't go on tours. I don't play down the pub. I don't I don't there's so many things that I don't do. So I was very specific about what I was doing in that industry of the music industry. Right? It's still the music industry, it just happens to be in the music licensing industry because I'm composing and licensing my music, right? So it gets very, very narrow. Once I start talking about very specific things, then it's very easy for me to actually share that with others. But the most important thing is that I'm actually, I'm not trying to look for this. I'm actually doing it. And that's why it becomes so easy. And that's what I was using the fitness as an example, because if you have, you have done that already, then it's, it's going to be a no-brainer. It's like, hey, I lost the weight. I got fit. This is the method that I use. All right, based on my experience and how I did it, and I got these results. Is that going to work for somebody else? Most likely, you know, there's going to be people that are going to resonate with your message. You're going to say, you know what, I have back problems as well. I don't like to go to the gym. Actually, I hate the gym, and I don't want to pay a monthly fee just to show up once once a week. I mean, I, I'm not going to commit to that. You know, I, I need something a little bit more more tangible for me. So maybe going for a walk is, is a little bit easier of a commitment. I can just put my shoes and go for a walk and take, instead of taking the car 
or the bus or, or the train or whatever, right? I can just start slowly. I mean, you don't know how other people are going to resonate with your message and you won't know until you put yourself out there and share your process and say, hey, this is how I've done it. And this is, I don't know, if you're a fitness instructor, you happen to be a female, this is Mary's fitness plan, right? Without going to the gym, right? Without the need of weightlifting and without the need of, uh, you know, running a marathon or anything like that. Just this is what you need to do. Very simple steps by doing it three times a week by, you know, this is the plan, okay? And, and now you're in the fitness industry, but you are like really focusing on something that is a little bit more narrow. So people that want to go to the gym are not going to come to you. Okay, because they want to go to the gym, so they're going to go to someone else. That's perfectly fine, but the people that really are going to come to you and your audience, which eventually will turn into clients, by the way, these are the people that don't like to go to the gym, and they're really resonating with you. You see what I mean? So these are the people that say, like, I don't want to go to the gym. I resonate with Mary's story. I've been following her. I can see what she's done. Uh, I, I see the way she delivers the content. I really I identify with Mary, and I want to follow her and see what is actually she's creating and the things that she's sharing. Okay, so if you have somebody that is more into going to the gym, weightlifting, uh, doing machines, and all of this, and all of this cross training or hyper intense, uh, I don't know, uh, workout classes that they they are in gyms. Uh, they're not going to go to you. And that's perfectly fine. There's still, it's still the fitness industry, though. You're still part of the fitness industry. But you are clear on what you are offering, okay? Because you don't want to be something that you're not. You can only offer what you have done and what's based on your experience. Okay, This is something that I did with my own business. And this is something that I'm doing here right now as well, okay? I'm teaching you or I'm sharing with you everything that I've learned from building an, an online business from the ground up without having any prior experience, teaching what I know and finding my passion, right? Or most importantly, my passion found me, if you will, because I already had music. Music has always been part of my passion, of my life in one way or another. And because I learned how to monetize that, how can I create music from the comfort of my home? So how can I have full control of the creative process? I don't want to be in bands. I don't want to play. You know, I already mentioned all of that, right? So I want to work from home. I want to have a full control of the music process and how can I do that? How can I monetize that? So once I solve that problem for myself, then I can help someone else. And that's the basic of create, creating clarity for your business and for your content creation. That that's how you're going to start, right? What problems have you solved for yourself, okay? That you can help someone else as well, okay? Solve. Sorry, I'm just drinking some coffee here. Early in the morning, I'm recording this uh, episode. So the basic uh, thesis, if you will, is whatever problems you have solved for yourself, then you sell the solution, right? You sell the transformation. That's what it is. So ask yourself, what exactly have you done right now or what you're currently doing that you're solving for yourself that you can help someone else solve? That's the first question, okay? And that's the first part that you need in order to get clarity, right? Passion and self-reflection. Identify your passion and self-reflect and what you have done, what have you accomplished, what excites you, right? 
if fitness doesn't excite you, and yet you have lost the weight and you got fit, uh, but it's not something that you're really passionate about, then don't get into it. You have to do some homework. Okay? For me, I will still be doing music. And even if I wasn't going to share my knowledge, I mean, it's something that I, that I still do to this day anyways, you know? I will play the guitar and I will compose music regardless and I will still do my music license in business, which is just compose music and license that music because this is what I do. I mean, I can't help myself. This is part of who I am. The same is with creating content, okay? I will create this content even if just one person listens to this. In fact, I do this content creation just for myself because it helps me. It's a form of therapy, all right? So this is something that you need to get very clear on it. Yes, there's an outcome. Yes, of course, we have goals and aspirations. Of course, I want to compose music and get paid for it. Of course, I want to grow my audience for my podcast. Of course, I want to build a business around my passion and expertise. But the reasons have to be really deep. The passion has to be there in the first place. If you don't have it, you're not going to do it. I mean, you know how hard it is to create a podcast episode? I mean, this is, I have done more than 100 episodes for this for this brand. For my previous brand, I did 100 other episodes, okay? So in total, I'm going for like 200 and, I think it's 220 episodes in total. And I release a podcast episode every single week. You do the math of how long I've been doing podcasting. And I release a podcast episode every single week without stopping, all right? So I have two brand epi- uh, podcasts. One for the music licensing, which I don't do anymore. I did 100 episodes. And as soon as I stopped that, I started this one. And I'm going for 110 episodes, I believe it is. 111 episodes as I'm recording this. So that's 211 episodes, roughly, give or take, of podcasting. Right? Why, why am I doing this? Well, because I love it. <laughs> yes, I have built a business around it, both in the music licensing industry and on this brand, which is all about entrepreneurship, right? So I have a passion for content creation. I have a passion for sharing. But that's not something I have to look for. That's not something that I have to debate. I just know that I have it. I love it. And But the only reason why I did this is because it was a natural evolution and I was trying things out in the beginning, right? So identify. That's your first homework for this episode, okay? Identify your passion, self-reflection, what excites you? What problem have you solved for yourself? And if you, if that's your passion, then that's the clarity that you need in order to get started. What industry you're in and how exactly do you do that for yourself and how can you help someone else? All right? So that's number one. So if you have found that fitness is actually something that you want to do, let's move on. All right? Which we have already talked about this, okay, in this first part. But the second part is market research, right? I hate to use this word, right? I hate it. I hate to talk about market research. I hate to talk about audience analysis because when you do that, you're pretty much, you're, you're lost, right? You, you don't have the clarity. But we need to do it. I mean, even I had to do it at some point, right? But market research is nothing more than see what's out there. If you can find someone teaching what you're doing, then you know that there's a market for that. But I come from a place that if you have done something for yourself, there's definitely someone else that needs what you what you have done. Okay, Because we're just very alike. People are not that different from each other. We think that we're just this individual, that we're, we're so unique, but we're not, man. 
I mean, I know <laughs> this sounds like a contradiction, uh, like a contradiction, because I say like you're a unique individual all the time. But we're very similar. We we all want the same thing. We all we all want happiness. We all want to be, you know, have a roof over our head. We want to be understand, understood. We want the same things, okay? But you need to do market research. So, for example, when I was doing my first online course, and before I got started with this brand of sharing my knowledge about business and everything that I learned, uh, I was. Obviously, I looked what was out there, and I said, like, my God, man, the, the content that is out there and people that are running these businesses, whether that's about music licensing or about entrepreneurship, I, I can see that, hey, I got something to say here. There is a market. I mean, when I got started in the music licensing industry, there was already people talking about it, and I said, like, I know I have something to say because I'm already doing it, and I'm, I'm doing it like this, in fact. So I went really narrowed as well on the niche. I went into the music licensing, but I went even narrower than that. I went into the stock music licensing. And I created a space for myself, actually. You know, I created a little, you know, I actually dominated that space. And you, in fact, you can go and check that out. Uh, I paved the way for others to talk about stock music licensing. All right. Uh, I got some colleagues who started YouTube channels talking about stock music licensing, started to use that lingo stock music licensing but stock music licensing is the name of my youtube channel and in fact i have a website which is stockmusiclicensing.com so i paved the way for other people to start talking about that it's a very small niche though okay because it's the music licensing niche and then there's a stock music licensing niche and i specifically talk only about that i was not talking about anything else you know, some of my colleagues talk about how to do music as a session guitarist, uh, how to do music uh, for Spotify and get some streamings, royalties like that, like get some money with streaming, uh, you know, when people listen to your music on Spotify and iTunes and whatnot. I mean, there's so many things to do, and they try to mix it all up. I stay dead focused on stock music licensing. That's it. I'm not talking about anything else. And it's what I'm doing here as well, Okay. I'm talking about just the knowledge business. All right. How can you get the knowledge that you have in whatever industry you're in and how can you share that with the world? How can you monetize your passion and share that with the world? All right. So by doing market research, you're just looking at what others are doing. And you I mean the term and the terminology is like you find a gap in the marketplace. That sounds I feel like throwing up inside my mouth every time I hear people talking about this in business. You find the gap in the marketplace and you you provide value. You know what I mean? So when I got into entrepreneurship, talking about entrepreneurship, I knew, and I still know, for a fact that I have a voice because I have done it. I have run an online, I, I'm running an online business. I'm running two online businesses at this point, right? With a very small audience, by the way, because you don't need to be massive, my friend. But you need to know the principles. But the most important thing is that you need to be clear on what the goal is for you and with your business, okay? So when I hear all of this terminology and the expert secrets about the online business world and how to do this by only working five minutes a day and how you can sell a digital product without having an audience and how do you don't, you don't need this and you don't need that, I'm here to tell you that I have a voice and I am going to just put myself in that position and say, this is what I've done, this is how you do it, and everything else that somebody else is saying, okay, in this space could be true for them, but this is a reality, right? 
And this is a re- reality for you that you're getting started, my friend. Okay, because you're uh, you're down here. You you haven't started yet. You don't even know what you're going to be talking about, and yet you're listening to experts that are ten years in into a business where they are actually spending money either on Facebook ads or YouTube ads, or they have private, uh, you know, VAs, uh, not private VAs, but they probably have VAs and 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 a team. You know, I mean, it it always makes me angry when I hear entrepreneurs talking like. Me and my team will get back to you. I'm like, come on, man. People don't have a team when they're getting started. I did everything myself. However, okay, this is a big however. I do work with my wife, okay? She helps me with a lot of things, but everything, when it comes down to the business, I do it. My wife helps me with the accountant because I live in Greece, and even though I, I speak Greek, i rather my Greek wife deal with the bureaucracy and with our accountant. And, you know, you need to find a good accountant once you start making some money, uh, especially if you live in Greece. Uh, but this applies to any country, really. Uh, my wife helps me just with very basic things, okay? The stuff that I don't want to deal with. Uh, you know, she runs the household, okay? We both work from home. She has her nine to five, which is completely remote. But, you know, she runs the house, right? She, she does things for, you know, I have two kids. I work from home, but I create content. I'm, I'm the one who's in, in the front, right? I, I'm leading the way. I'm like, we need to do this. I need to do this. So she just helps me out. She, you know, but, she, but she's not my private, she's not a VA, right? She's not a remote VA, okay? Or assistant or, or a team. Like I have a team of content creation guys creating things and, and, you know, I answer to my emails. I answer to all the messages that you send me, okay? I'm the one who deals with everything. I, I am the full front. I don't have somebody answering to my messages. I don't have somebody curating my Instagram or editing my, 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 my YouTube or my podcast. I do everything because I need to know what I'm capable. I need to learn, right, how to create a podcast if I've never done it before. I need to know how to create a podcast episode. I need to learn how to make a, an online course because I've never done that before. Right? That's how I got started. I had no idea how to do these things. I don't know how to use a PowerPoint presentation, but I need to learn in order to, you know, create a course. So when I and I have taken courses myself just doing this market research, which is the second step, okay? I have taken these courses myself and I said like I can't believe this these people release these courses like this about this, man. I have taken good courses and I have taken bad courses. You know, I, I've been a student as well. And when I've done my market research and I see what other people are doing, I said, like, I know for a fact that I can do something better. And that's all you need. You need to see that there's people out there that they're less qualified than you doing what you want to do. All right. And that's what inspired me to get out there and say, like, there's no way, you know, that I'm not doing this. I know for a fact that I can do this. And I'm going to do it. So market research is number two. Remember, if you, do, if you cannot find a course or a service or something that is similar of what you want to do out there, don't do it. Okay? What I mean by that, if you want to teach people how to create, I don't know, bread with, I don't know. I, I don't know anything about bread anyways. But, you know, it, it, whatever it is, okay, how to create bread without dough or, or water. I mean, I don't know. I don't, again, I don't know. And you, you Google that, and you can't find something around that topic, somebody teaching or a YouTube channel or a podcast episode about it or something, don't do it. That means that there's no market for it, 
And in fact, nobody cares. Okay? So that's something that you need to be very considerate. When I got started, I knew for a fact that there were people already teaching about music licensing. I mean, they were out there. <laughs> okay? When it comes down to entrepreneurship, I know there's many people talking about entrepreneurship in online businesses. Right? Actually, it's a quite big market. The same is with the fitness. I mean, there's so much. Right? So market research and your audience analysis, if you will, is very important to see what people are consuming and so you can create something uh, in that niche. And the final thing is to just try things out. Okay, You will not know if you have created something that is solid unless you try it out because even though you might have found your passion, okay, whether that's fitness or music or whatever, and even though you have done your market research, and everything seems to be solid. Once you start creating content, then you're going to see if that's going to be something that is going to work out for you. Okay? Because meaning that you might create a content and then you realize that you don't like it. Okay? You just can't keep up creating content. That's what I was saying to you about my podcast journey. You know, probably you don't like it. I mean, I have people who have quit after two episodes. The same goes with YouTube. You know, if you're going to create content on YouTube about your fitness journey, about what you know, about your passion, if you're not consistent with it, then it's not going to work out. Okay? This is, remember, this is all about you and how can you help someone else. But you need to help yourself first, the same way that you have accomplished whatever it is that you have accomplished, whether that's getting fit or learning how to play an instrument or learning about music licensing or learning about online business. Okay? So if you cannot help yourself, there's no way you're going to help someone else. And that's why it's so important to create content and keep yourself accountable, which is something that I do on a regular basis. Even though I'm doing these podcast episodes and everything that I do when it comes down to content creation in order to educate others and to help you create your dream business around you, I'm doing this for myself. And that sounds very selfish, but it's the truth. People that create content are doing it because it's a form of therapy for themselves. They're helping themselves out, okay? If you want to become a master in your field, then you teach that thing, right? If you want to learn about something, then you teach that. And what I mean by that is that when I got better with my music, when I got started, I was getting better with my music, and, and I was wondering why I was getting better with my music, because I was spending a lot of time teaching and creating content around that, and then online courses, Okay, I've already done the music. I have already accomplished success with that. But all of a sudden, when I started to focus more on my time on the sharing and teaching, I was getting better results with my music as I was teaching this. And I didn't know why. But the reason why is because the more you teach something, the better you become. Because you become a master. Because then you're forced to actually organize your thoughts and your ideas and your processes and the systems that you have in order to accomplish your results. The same goes with business, okay? With anything. If you want to get better at something, then you teach that. And this is why I'm so passionate about sharing my knowledge. So, but the reason why I'm doing this thing here is that because I want to get better at business. I want to get better as a podcaster. I want to get better as a as a creator, right? There's so many things that I want to get better at. And I know that I can only get better at this by doing it. Right? And I have to keep myself accountable. So the reasons for me are much more stronger than just, I need to show up for my audience, okay? which is what you're going to hear out there. You need to show up and create value, provide value for free online. Yeah, we all, we all know that, man. That sounds boring, though. No, there must be a better reason than that. 
And for those people that are out there, those online coaches that say to you, batch record things for six months so you don't have to do it, and you can just drip the content throughout those six months so you don't have to work because you want to work less, I don't want to do that. you know. And if you want to do this, then fine, by me. But I like to record my podcast every single month. That doesn't mean that I don't batch record every now and then like one or two episodes because, hey, it might be am I on, on holiday, right? Christmas is coming, okay? It's around the corner. So most likely I will record one or two episodes because I might be out of town, okay? And I still record podcasts anyways on the go. Uh, but this is part of my work. But this is a passion of mine. I will do this. I mean, I'm doing this for free. I don't get paid for this. I don't have sponsors, right? I am my own sponsor. In fact, Forward Friday is the sponsor of this podcast episode, Forward Friday is my newsletter, which again is for free, right? So there is no money involved with this podcast. It's just a, a passion, a, lab, a labor of passion. But I'm building a personal brand here. I'm building my brand as an entrepreneur. I'm building my story, okay? My life resume, if you will, because this is a body of work. And I am releasing one podcast episode every single Friday, okay? In conjunction with Forward Friday, which is my newsletter, and I have to be dead or in a coma in order for this podcast not to go out. And that's a commitment to myself. Right. So I make the commitment to myself first, and then that hopefully will serve you. Hopefully that will help you. Because if my reasons is just because I want to build an audience and provide value, it's, it's very shallow. Okay, Sorry to say that, but it is. We are very selfish. Humans are very selfish individuals. Okay, And as much as I want to help, I need to help myself first. If I want to be a better father, a better parent, then I have to have so many things in place first in order to show up as a good father for my daughters. I have two beautiful daughters. I've spoken about this before. Family is very important to me. Right. So if I want to be a good example to them, I need to have a solid marriage with my wife. The home needs to be intact when it comes down to love and affection and a safe place for my daughters to grow up. There's so many things that go behind the scenes in order to just become a good father, right? Same goes with everything else, my friend. If you want to be successful at anything, there are different layers that a lot of people don't like to talk about because it hurts. Uh, but I'm here to talk about them because this is what I'm all about. So if you want to get started in the online business uh, world, and if you want to start doing something with the passion that you have, then you have to really examine what are those reasons, why you want to start it. Yes, we know that you want to make the money. I want to make the money. I want to earn money with my passion. Okay, but what else? Why? Uh, this is another tactic that they do with the coaches. They ask you that why question a lot. I had a coach ask me that many times. And I'm like, I know the drill. I know the psychology behind it. Like, why do you want to start an online business? Because I want to earn money online. But why? Well, because I want to work for myself. And then they ask you again, but why? Because I don't. I hate my boss. Why you hate your boss? Well, because it reminds me of my father. And why it reminds you of your father? Because when I was a little kid, I was bullied. And why were you bullied? Well, because, you know, and it's just like a why, why, why question. And the reason why coaches do this is because they want to get down to, to the essence of the reasons why you want to start an online business in the first place. So it's kind of like a psychology game. And that might work for some people. Uh, I just do it in my own way, okay? And because I have a very clear self-awareness of who I am and where I'm going and what I'm doing, 
even at this very moment. Uh, I don't have to ask this why questions, but I, I know that a lot of people struggle with this. And this is the reason why I'm doing this episode about clarity. Okay? Because the reason has to be deeper than just making money online and working for yourself. And this is what I'm trying to do here. I'm trying to just show you behind the scenes and telling you the reasons why I created this podcast episode. Yes, I want to help you. Okay? And I, I, quite, quite clearly, I, I don't need to do this. I can release a podcast episode whenever I feel like it, every now and then. Or I can batch record and just drip it. And then I don't have to record any podcast episodes anymore for like six months. I don't want to do that. Okay, It keeps me accountable. It's something that helps me. And again, it's a form of therapy because I am talking to myself, to a microphone, but it's helping me get my, my message across and, get, and it helps me get more clarity and really affirming my faith and my ethos and my values about my business and my content. Okay, You see where I'm going with this. So I'm really going back and showing up every single, every single week on, in front of the microphone and say, this is what I'm talking about this week. This is what I'm going to be doing. And the whys are getting answered every single week, every single day. Okay, and, and, and this is something that you need to get better at it by creating content and create faith in the, in the name of, of creating content, right? That's why the third step is so important. And I know I drags too much on the th- third step, which is just, you know, testing, really. I didn't give you like a title to the third step, but it's just like create content and put yourself out there, okay? You, like just test the content, put yourself out there. And test over time, see what works. What's not going to work? There's many things that aren't going to work, but if, if it works for you, then you sh- that's good enough. Okay, you will never. Cr- I never create content in favor of gaining a big audience. I create content that's excited to me. All right, and that that's that's good enough for me. I I rather be a failure than try to entertain someone online. Okay, or try to accommodate my language and the way I teach or the way I share in order to gain popularity with others, all right? So to sum it up, okay, the three steps in order to get clarity, and I know that this was like a long episode, uh, but, you know, I can't contain contain myself really, okay? But the three steps, again, to sum it up, is number one, identify your passion and self-reflection on what it really excites you, okay? That's step number one. Step number two, do market research. I hate to use that, Okay? But do market research. If others are doing what you want to do, that means that there's a market for that. Okay. If you can't find something out there based on what you're interest what you're interested about, then don't do it. Nobody cares. Nobody wants to buy anything around that. All right. And believe me, there's plenty of that out there. And number three, you need to to test. Okay. Step number three, you need to test, create content, start a podcast talking about what you're passionate, and see how you can perform. See how you're going to get better at it. How can you deliver uh, content on a regular basis? Okay. Keep track of your performance, what your audience resonates with, but at the same time, stay true to your voice. And then you can get a clarity of what type of business you're going to build and how your content is going to be uh, taking shape. All right. Because at the beginning, you're going to be stressing out about many things, your logo, what it's going to be called, all of this. All right. So the three steps, self-reflection and identify your passion. That's number one. Number two, market research. And yes, I'm reading. Okay, I'm reading some bullet points because I tend to, to go off. And step number three, test your content. 
Okay, testing, very important. I hope this podcast episode finds you well, my friend, wherever you are. I'm going to talk more about this because it's something that is it's a struggle for a lot of people. And I've been there, my friend. I've been there. <laughs> I've been there so many times. Okay, so many times. You know, have no idea. Even by creating courses and just you know what the topic of my content is going to be about. I mean, it's there's so many things that I want to share, and I will definitely share more. In, in future episodes. Thank you so much for a lot of support. And I'll see you in another episode, my friend.